Welcome, welcome back to Expediting Change. I appreciate all the love I've been getting on the podcast. For me, Expediting Change in this podcast was really art for me. It was just me putting information out in the air, and the overwhelming response that I got was completely love. I sincerely appreciate it, and I'm going to continue doing it because we want equity now. We don't want equity in two years from now, three years from now. We are on the road for the positive progression of the culture through expediting change. So again, a reminder, every single one of my guests, we're going to chop it up and have conversations about what they're doing. And at the end of it, I'm going to put them on the hot seat to talk about what are they doing now to expedite change. So pull up, sit down, whether you watch it on YouTube, whether you watch it on your phone, whether you're at work and you shouldn't be watching it, I'm okay with that as well. We about to get it popping. So today I'm excited. I have a guest here with me. I have a queen here with me. I have one half of the power couple here with me. Um, I'm not going to introduce her. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Um, it almost came out because I'd be getting ahead of myself, but I pull it back and I'm allowed this queen to introduce herself. So, hey, everyone, I'm Stephanie Mingo. I am chief operating officer and co-founder of Mingo Imports LLC and co-owner of Acquired Taste Cognac. So COO, love. So Miss COO <laughs> of Mingo Imports. Talk to me about that. What's Mingo Imports? All right. So Mingo Imports is just that, an import company. And what my husband and I formed, um, the importance of it, I'll say that to him, he conveyed <laughs> to me, um, was that he wanted to own what he created. Mm. You know, everything he created, he wanted to own it. He was already importing. Um, and then, so we formed Mingo Imports LLC. And then under that, we have a portfolio of products. Mm -hmm. We don't have to stick to just one product. You know, so our cognac acquired taste, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's out there, it's moving, but we have the ability to import whatever, whatever we want, mm -hmm. whatever. And then, you know, we work with the regulatory authorities to do that, but we have a lot of freedom under Mingo Imports. So you're already dropping jewels in the first 30 seconds of the podcast. So what you're saying is you started your own company, whether LLC, corporation, however you did it, but you have your own company. That's Mingo Imports, that's your, I imagine, holding company. Mm -hmm. So then you can have separate companies where you can sell your own products. So then you can have exclusive ownership and rights to your products. Mm, that sounds so good. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> 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 that's what it is. And um, so creating the cognac, um, my husband, he one day was drinking a cognac, right? Mm -hmm. And he just wasn't really feeling it. He also was seeing during this time, it was a couple years ago, um, a lot of ambassadors for these large brands. Yeah. It's like, you know, they, they're buying our influence, you know, yeah. they're buying the following, but it's, it's not that good as crap. We, you know, we can research and see what's in these products, right? Yep. So it's, it's all these added this and added that. It's not really aged the way it's supposed to be because now it's like an assembly line. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that's where the want for cognac came. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this is being marketed to our people, Let's bring on something that's better. Absolutely. You know, more to the core of what it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And that's how Acquired Taste came about. From black ownership. So yes. I'm a market and advertise as a black owner, a cognac that we like to drink anyway. And now for the positive progression of the culture, come rock with me on my cognac. Mm -hmm. So Acquired Taste specifically, though, um, I've had it. So I'm biased. I like it. <laughs> I love it. You know that. Um, but how did you get to the name Acquired Taste and the logo? Um, multifaceted question. And 
what brought you specifically to a cognac? Because we probably going to get into it that you have others as well. Mm-hmm. So why acquire taste? And then why the cognac first as far as a full suite and portfolio of products from Mingo Imports? Well, okay, yes. Yeah. So the name acquired taste, um, you know, my husband wanted something that, meant, you know, it had a meaning behind yeah. it. Um, so it's to gain, to possess mm. a greater taste, a mm. greater level of want for things, a greater pos- a possession of greater things. Mm. Um, and it's just an evolution of your personal taste, whether that's in food, you know, music. You know mm-hmm. how that is. I love my <laughs> 90s <laughs> hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my taste. Yeah. Um, you know, for so it's just a quality thing, you know. So quiet taste kind of stands out to me as quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the logo, wow, so my husband came up with the name. This He designed the bottle, mm-hmm. so um, he wanted the A-T to abbreviate the name in the wreath um, with the stars. Yeah. Now, get this, there is a star tier in Cognac. He did not know this. <laughs> so when he designed the label for the XO, yeah. um, he put the five stars. It yep. actually really is five stars. Uh, the VS, right. <laughs> really three stars. We came out the gate saying we five stars right away. It's <laughs> in the logo, baby. Yeah, so he just had this crazy intuition for the brand, the look, the mm-hmm. clean. He wanted, you know, he wanted it to be clean, but, mm-hmm. you know, for it to look, you know, you catch your eye. Mm-hmm. You see it on the shelves. So it's 24 karat gold. Yep. That part is important because it just, it really shines at you. Yep. Um, it's important to have our clear bottle. I mean, Look at the cognac. You can see it. You can see through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was important to have a profile that didn't include the additives. So like uh, the sugar, the caramel coloring, yeah. um, the things that would really cause those hangovers or back aches or yep. inflammation. Or, um, you know, I, I'm not going to market that, but a lot of the reviews we get, it's not, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't get hangovers. Not having those unnecessary additives. Mm-hmm. So how'd you, how did you down select, though? How, how did you get, because, you know, I know a lot about you, you, you and the husband, um, and what you guys do. So how did you pick, though, Acquired Taste and Cognac first out of everything that y'all could have done? Wow. So I'll tell you our actual course. Um, we were sampling vodkas. So mm-hmm. we were looking for producers um, who could, you know, we could import vodka from. Uh, my husband did research, and a lot of it was, like, Russian. or So I was speaking to someone from Russia. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started speaking to someone from France. So mm-hmm. I had two distillers that I was speaking with mm-hmm. and then we just happened to go with a distiller from Cognac France right mm. so we're importing um, vodka like French wheat vodka um, and it was really good we're, we're sampling it we're playing around with flavors um, and then my husband <laughs> he became gluten intolerant right so here we are making French wheat vodka <laughs> and um, you're like oh well no we have to pivot from this because I want to be able to enjoy it you know and really push it meaningfully yeah. you know yeah. personally so like, okay, it only makes sense to try his cognac out. He's from Cognac, France. Um, and, and that's how it came about. That's dope. That's dope. So yeah. it's funny because um, people are like, yeah, folks are an overnight success. You're like, yeah, I'm an overnight success over the last six years. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was looking on um, social media. Um, I don't remember who was on there, but... Um, the post was something along the lines of, if you're not ready to dedicate five years of your life and half of your current funds and half of your savings to something, then you shouldn't even do it. But in the days and age of social media, everything is instant. We can start this business. We can make money right now. We can just get bread and we can be good. 
I know that that's not the case. You know that that's not the case. But talk to me about the grind. Like, how long have y'all been doing this? I know y'all not an overnight success. Yeah. Y'all killing it. But but tell me about that story. Wow, that's an amazing point. And, you know, we're not out here selling our soul. We're selling spirits. No tell. No <laughs> so, tell. you know, I, I understand that five years, giving half of yourself. So when I'm going to go into investing in yourself and into mm-hmm. your business, because that's really true. You're going to invest a lot of your time, and you may still work your nine to five full mm-hmm. time. And so what is important to build your personal credit up, number one, mm. um, use your funds from your uh, job mm-hmm. you know, to fund your business. Mm. So, for example, when we needed licensing, right, we wanted to start where we live in New York. So New York is like one of the toughest places to get licensed, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, we're importers. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other. Well, I do know one other importer here, mm-hmm. uh, but not of their own brand. Mm-hmm. So we had to navigate by trying to ask the regulatory authorities we were getting a run around. Mm. We finally found our answers. Okay, boom. So we get our license. Mm-hmm. Um, then based on the application up, oh, now you need an office space mm-hmm. before you can even get your license. So boom. You know, and all of this requires funds. And what Absolutely. do you do? You invest in yourself. So yep. you get the lease, pop it, and say, hey, I want to do this lease for three years. Lock me in at this lease for, uh, price. Yep. You know, and our office actually had an area yeah. where we could have our cognac boxes. Yep. Yep. You know, we've expanded now, but... You know, just starting out, you know, get what you need. If you have to work overtime yep. at your job, do that. Yep. You know, build your, build your credit. Um, that's really important because that, you know, kind of translates over to business. Absolutely. I um, There's this gentleman. Uh, he's at our warehouse, right? He owns it. Yeah. And, I, you know, I know he's doing his thing, right? He's remodeling the whole warehouse, right? Mm. And, you know, I'm asking him, well, what do you do with your employees? You know, what do you do about insurance and yeah. all of this stuff? And he's like, you know, how do you, how do you bide your time? He still works full time. Yeah. He's been doing it for years. Absolutely. You know, he has partners, but he continues to work and invest in him, himself. Absolutely. You know, so it's, I think it's a natural part of having to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that grind, that everyday grind. So how long, how, how many years y'all been in the game? So we really started um, thinking about our brand and sampling products and getting our federal permits and all of that stuff back in 2013. Mm. But, you know, life happens. You know, I was in the hospital. Mm. Uh, Lupus flare came mm-hmm. in 2004. Mm-hmm. I was, chemo, yeah. dialysis, you yeah. name it. So, you know, once I got back, I went into remission like 2015, mm-hmm. right? Bless. So that's when we started, okay, now I'm back working full time. Yep. Uh, the doctor said I could go back to work. Yep. And then that's when we really started investing, finding answers. There's like import companies, yep. right? And they're like, oh, we'll import for you, but uh, <laughs> you'll have to pay, pay that fee. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when it really started, though. We started looking, it was in 2013. Good. That's 10 years in the game. And then that's, that's a part of your story, that struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nothing good comes without a struggle. I respect that. And pay attention, pay attention. She said two things. One is your credit. Listen, man, if you're buying everything in cash, you're not building your credit. Now, if you want to ask my personal opinion, and this is my podcast, I do fundamentally believe that this credit thing is a scam. However, we got to play by the rules that are here. And if they judging us based off of credit, then we got to make sure that we play this game and make sure that our credit is tight. That don't mean have 30, 40 different credit cards. They don't pay me, so I'm not going to say their name. But it's one charge card. It's not a credit card. It's not a debit card. It's a charge card that is amazing for your credit. The next thing that she talked about is investing. Make sure that you invest. And that investment don't necessarily have to come 
from the money that you got in the bank. Moonlight, use that nine to five that you're currently working at to build. When you go to the club, you're spending two, three, four, five, sometimes $1,500 on bottles anyway. Cut that in half. Cut that in half. Take that money from that nine to five and then go in and start building your business. What I would ask with that, though, Steph, is if I'm struggling, if I'm out here, and I'm not necessarily whomever the audience is going to start my own acquired taste or start my own import company, but what advice would you give me if I want to start my own company, my own LLC, my own product, whatever it might be, because you've been through this grind for 10 years. What, what advice do you have for me? First, I would like to say, you know, I think it's good to be in a partnership. Like, I'm in a partnership with my husband. He is creative. You know how you Geminis are. <laughs> I'm an earth sign. You know, I'm analytic. Yeah. I, I just love that process. So we have our parts of the business, and yeah. it just runs, right? Yeah. It's so smooth. Um, it's, not it's not, you know, required. It's not necessary. But it's, it always helps. Mm -hmm. um, but block out noise. If someone, mm, you know, doesn't believe noise. in what you're saying or, you know, what your business is, you don't have to tell everybody what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. just, just go after it, right? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that's one of the things that I would say. I think it's important. But have your idea, you know, know what it is that you want to do so that then you can research and execute. Mm -hmm. uh, research, research. The, the information is out there. Mm -hmm. If it is like a regulatory agency involved, Please call them. They're there to help us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not, the IRS is not, you know, our enemy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, get an accountant. You know, it's, listen, call an accountant in your area, right? Mm -hmm. Your small business, it's so cost effective. Like, Absolutely. it's not, you would think that these things cost, a, it, it really doesn't cost a lot to really get those um, things in place for your business, yep. you know? You don't, I mean, an attorney is good. You don't really need them right off the bat. Just give it a little bit. But get your LLC, get your bank account, yeah. um, get a Uline account, because Uline yep. will help you build your uh, company business credit and get for, it done in Brad number. For my folks who don't know what Uline is, what's Uline? Oh, gosh, Uline is like a, um, what do I want to call them? It's like a, a large supplier of anything you need. So, like, we get boxes from there, mm -hmm. shippers from there. You can get tape from there. You mm -hmm. can get, I mean, anything you need for, like, packing, shipping, which is important to mm -hmm. us. Um, you know, yeah, we get, that's what we get from there. So, partners in the business. So, everybody don't necessarily have to be a plug. They don't necessarily have to be inside of the business. But two things or two folks that I never leave home without, as Steph just said, is my CPA and my attorney, period. We're going to sign these non-disclosure agreements. My attorney is going to tell me if I don't look good in stripes, I don't look good in orange. <laughs> so between my CPA and my attorney, they're going to make sure that we're doing everything right from a regulatory perspective. So make sure you listen to that. So what Steph said was, as you moving and you, you building your funds and you saving your money, reach out to a local CPA. If you don't have a whole lot of bread, tell that CPA, hey, listen, I'm going to come up and try and work out a deal with them. It's a lot of individuals in the town. It's a lot of individuals wherever you at that are willing to work with small businesses, small business association, and offer discounts. But all it takes is one misreceipt. As she said, the IRS, they can be your friend. They can be okay. We can't duck them. Mm -hmm. But that CPA and that attorney is going to keep you out of trouble. Mm -hmm. um, so, so tell me, Steph, what's one of the things that – keep you up at night what 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 troubles you what what do you say Ooh, i i gotta make sure this gets done because this worries me oh hmm. <laughs> oh i'm thinking about it i'm really like a results driven person mm, i like it 
So, like, you know, if something, it's usually always someone on the other side, to be honest, though. No doubt. But if there's a hiccup somewhere, it's not yep. going through the, oh, communication. Mm. Oh, wait, yeah, let's get into that. The distributors. No doubt. No doubt. Let's talk about it. <laughs> the distributors. Oh, my. It's like, who works there? So that's what grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. You know, so now we have all these magnificent numbers and sales mm-hmm. and revenue. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to talk to Southern Glade. You know, I'm trying to talk to RNDC. Yep. I mean, you can email, email your heart out, and it's just like, what is going on? Where mm-hmm. everybody at? You know, so I, I don't know what it is. I don't like <laughs> not being responded to. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, my husband calls me like an email thug. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I got my goatee vest, so you know I'm good with the thug part of it. So, what, I mean, what do you do? How do you, how do you calm yourself from that, though? Because it can be annoying. I mean, I, when, when we were coming out in business, we said we're going to get 2,000 no's but all it takes mm-hmm. is that one yes. So so the opposite side of that question of what worries you at night, what keeps you going? What fuels you? Why do, why do you keep going even though those folks aren't responding to you? Wow, I think it's um, our ultimate goal really does because I see ourselves growing here or there or um, like so, for example, we picked like the top cognac consumption states. Mm. And Strategy. I'm going to need that. That's, mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need these accounts because I'm trying to get to the next level. So mm-hmm. I know in order to get there, mm-hmm. I have to manage you, 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 and you. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, let's go. Yeah. You know, I think the process is going to drive me because I'm trying to get to that, yep. that point, point yep. B, point A. So what does next level mean? What, what, what does that look like for Mingo Imports? What is next level? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, right now, what we're working on is just really honging down in our states mm-hmm. and getting certain things and processes in place. So, like for Maryland, mm-hmm. you know, getting our reps there. Yep. Uh, we're going to be with Total Wine soon, so I'm going nice. to need an ambassador out there to do the tastings and go nice. around to the restaurants and the stores. And so, we're really going to be focusing on exposure in yep. Florida and in California and really spreading that because those are some huge states. Absolutely. You know, so we have our goals set for this year. Absolutely. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it all goes, but I know it's going to go well. I think. I might know somebody in Maryland. Maybe somebody, um, Shamari. Some I might know somebody in Maryland that y'all could talk to. That kid when you come out to Maryland, that you know what I mean. This dude named yeah. Shamari James. He might be interested in helping. You know what I mean. He might be interested in helping out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, talk talk to me about that expansion because cognac is only cognac if it's coming from Paris, France, right? Mm-hmm. So as you're doing this strategy. Um, uh, this this national movement, you mentioned Florida, you mentioned Maryland. Is it also on the table from an import perspective coming from France into the States to go to like Canada, Mexico, um, the UK? Like what, what, you got any plans oh, on that? Um, I love how you said that. It's funny because we're forming relationships like, so for Delaware North, they have a lot in, in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's navigating those because guess what? We, we're first gen. Mm-hmm. We don't have anyone who we can really ask. Mm-hmm. So now we have these, we're building these amazing relationships to where, okay, when we're ready to ramp up in Europe, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's going to be no problem. So yeah, absolutely. You know, we can import straight from France, Cognac France, to the to the um, distributors here or to the stores or whatever here. And yeah, that's definitely on the cards. We, oh, um, yeah. we, we, we thank you for that. We, we talked a lot about the Cognac, um, but the Acquire Taste brand has a few others. So so tell the folks, what what else you got? All right, so outside of Acquired Taste Cognac, VS, VSOP, and our award-winning XO, uh, we have Cotton Vines. Mm. So it's a, a botanical gin. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to launch that out. Um, I think we have our taste profile down, the labeling all registered and down, and so it'll just be bringing it on to our distributors and getting it 
out uh, throughout the region. And again, I'm biased because I tasted the gin, <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, so what what do you want to do with the gin as far as are you following the same, the same footsteps as you're doing with the cognac? Because I don't think people understand, and I do because we've had these conversations, when you talk about the SKUs, like you mentioned Acquired Taste, VSOP, XO, et cetera. Like, that's a lot of work, right? <laughs> like, the SKUs is a, is a very big deal. So talk about that a little bit, because now when you have all the, the cognac, Acquired Taste cognac SKUs, and now the Acquired Taste um, gin SKUs, how, how does that work? Talk to me. Explain that to them. That's an amazing question. So hitting the market, I just want to start from the cognac, right? Yeah. We started with XO. And um, the distributor said, this is amazing because it really, you're serious. You mm -hmm. know, it, your serious product is on the market, is getting all this love. So it's going to be easy to bring those other ones in because now mm -hmm. they trust your brand. Mm -hmm. they, they trust your quality, mm -hmm. right? So then building those relationships with your distributor, all you have to say is, hey, I'm ready to bring this product on. Mm -hmm. They'll say, okay, we'll take 20 cases. Mm -hmm. um, one of the other things is it's really important to work with your distributors. They have like different um, in-house programs with their sales reps to mm -hmm. make sure that your products are getting presented to the stores. Mm -hmm. So just that relationship uh, with the distributors, because that's how it's going to get out for us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's our direct customer. Mm -hmm. um, they, they trust you. You build that trust in that relationship and, you know, your product is good. You communicate. You know, you're just all through professional. They'll what's, take on your other skills. What's the hardest roadblock, though, for the for the distributors? Because they don't, it, it's so many different, literally the other day we had um, Taco Tuesday. And I'm, I'm not a big tequila. I'm not a big light fan anyway, except for gin. I, I do like gin. Um, and it's literally five or six different black-owned tequilas, like The Rock, yes. Kevin Hart, uh -huh, LeBron James got one. So we literally bought like five or six of them just to do a taste yeah. testing. So like, how, how, do you, how do you break into that with the distributors? And they have so yeah. many different ones that they can select from. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. So with cognac, you know, and I do see a lot of people going into the tequila space. There's not too many coming into the cognac space, though. Um, but what I will say is, what you have to do, and again, that goes back to building that relationship, having a plan. Yeah. So if the distributor is not telling you, hey, we already have a cognac, we, yeah. you know, it's a conflict, we can't take you. Yeah. If they're open to you, it's important to work with them to have a plan. Mm. So one of the important things to us is to incentivize the mm. reps. You know, mm. so, hey, this is your incentive for going out, presenting our product to the retailers, stores, yeah. you know, this is your incentive. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. And um, a lot of times they will. So as long as you're working with your distributor mm -hmm. and you're getting those dates for the tastings at the stores, mm -hmm. you're running coupons. I mean, all of those things, you know, any case deals. Yeah. So sometimes you can do multi-case deals yeah. to the stores or whatever. And yeah. Is if they see that you're working it and they're selling it, yeah, yeah, it's all about them KPIs, all about mm -hmm. the numbers, all yeah. about moving that product, uh -huh. yeah. move that product. So I want to I want to shift gears slightly um, to something that you touched upon earlier, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Um, as you know, we have a nonprofit, we have a charter school, and we we fundamentally believe in um, seeing. Once you once people see stuff, you can it, it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the news. We already know how the news go when they start talking about our, our folks, right? Mm -hmm. um, however, regardless of all of those negative connotations that might be in the air, you are a black husband and wife, beautiful couple in business. Like, I get goosebumps when I say that, man, because black love nowadays, from the married perspective, is under attack, bruh. 
It is literally under attack. So shifting that narrative and keeping it a stack and talking about the individuals who are married in business together, live together, because you know I know because my wife is a CEO of my charter school. We go out together. We go to work together. We sometimes drive in together. We go to dinner together. We go to parties together. And it's a beautiful thing, but sometimes it can be tough. So I just want to, A, applaud you for that, but B, I also want to ask and just um, have you touch upon it a little more because you talked about your husband and you said, hey, um, he, you know, you Gemini's and I'm an earth <laughs> sign, but just talk about it. I, when you said it, I think about it from a yin yang perspective mm-hmm. and understanding that we have to have our own swim lanes, but also come together and set boundaries at mm-hmm. home and having conversations. Why don't you talk about that a mm-hmm. little bit? Yeah. Communication is important, but I also think his strengths, I appreciate them so much because no it's not mine, No doubt. but it is mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause he's mine. So it's like no and it's the same for him. And uh, I think, you know, we allow, like, I don't know, we just really click together, Mm -hmm. especially working together. And I I think it has become a part of our love language, but we were in love way before. I mean, we've been (laughs) together for 16 years. No doubt. Congrats. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, we go through, oh, my gosh, even talking about the health thing. Mm -hmm. You know, he was he was just there for me. He's like my rock. He's my safe space. If I have an idea, if he has an idea, you know, I think we really, um, support each other we appreciate each other we hear each other yep. and i just think it's really important to uh com- like communicate absolutely you know i know <laughs> like you said doing everything together yeah we do everything together and he is high maintenance he's gluten-free i gotta <laughs> wait, cook gluten-free wait, i gotta learn fire shots at my man he not here hold up <laughs> you know you know, you know how y'all are so <laughs> but i get a kick out of it you know y'all have that edge be talking junk i just i think it's funny absolutely <laughs> so i just i appreciate him i think you know we appreciate you that's so dope much, yeah. it's so much love what um what advice would you give to a couple who is interested and pairing up and going into business together like what would you say like your top three things I've heard communication a lot from you so far um, but what else besides communication if, if a couple ship was looking to move into business together like what would be your top three pieces of advice that you would give to them yeah know the mission mm. you know, know the mission for both of you and then you'll be able to choose your what you're going to run in the company mm. um, I also think that you should uh Communicate, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work mm-hmm. together um, towards a common goal. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's important. Also, you know what? Lighten each other's load. So if someone is feeling a little bit, ha- you know, have a heavier plate than the yep. other, you know, take a little bit off of there. Um, you know, maybe give some space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know, some of the things can be frustrating. Or you know, just talk. Yeah. You know, if I am frustrated at something, I can tell Cash, and he's like. You know, yeah. <laughs> what you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to <laughs> How you want me to help? <laughs> yeah. So help each other, really. Yeah. Um, and know your goal. Have that clear vision. Yeah. Um, convey the why. Ooh, you I know, like it. Say more about that. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> like I said, Kat, now I I never had this knack for business, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm analytical. I code for a living. Mm-hmm. Medical coder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like he's Cash is just so creative, right? Mm-hmm. Gemini again, y'all got this vision, y'all always thinking of something, coming up with something. So when he tells me and I can sense the passion, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm down, (laughs) you know, because I know that he can bring it to life. Yeah. You know, so do what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. Um, I got to underscore that. I got to look in the camera and say the strategy of it, knowing your why and the mission um, wrapped around communication and that communication is about making sure you're speaking in the language that an individual can hear. 
um, Steph said it became their love language, right? That's fire. Because oftentimes we can talk past one another. So if you're in those coupleships, make sure that your why, which is okay to change because it may change every mm. three to five years, but make sure that you're communicating so that why each of you know those whys and that becomes a part of your love language. That's that's absolutely dope. Um, but you know now it's time for the hot seat. Um, and the hot seat equals my question about what are you doing to expedite change? This podcast is all about getting the information out which we got a lot, a lot of good nuggets from you. Um, but now I want to put you on the spot to make sure we talk about what are you doing right now for the positive progression of the culture to make sure that we, those that look like us, um, are being educated from a financial education perspective, um, understanding and knowing about business, um, giveaways, donations, things of that nature, whatever it looks like for you, your husband, the business, um, Mingle Imports, Acquired Taste, et cetera. How are you mm -hmm. taking care of the culture? How y'all doing y'all part? Wow. So visibility is important to us. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, there's a lot of brands. I don't know who's behind it. You just know the name. Mm -hmm. You know, so things like this, speaking, um, write-ups, it's just so important so that people who look like me know, hey, here's a space that you actually can get into. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a part of some programs who are also helping to drive that for uh people of color yep. who are in the spirit space. Yep. Um, I think mentorship is important, of course. My husband is always mentoring. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, supporting other black businesses, of course, and what it is that they're doing yep. or collaborating. Yep. Um, oh, donation is, is big. Sponsorship is huge. Yep. Um, giving back, it, it's. I, th I think it's just a part of what we do, period, anyway. No um, so, yeah, uh, education, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and then just brand-wise, um, education on what is in our product, mm -hmm. and then offering promotions. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm going to market to you, I'm going to give you a coupon here and there. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I'm going to come to the tastings and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and tell you about my product. Introduce myself. Yeah. You know, and I the stores love it. Yeah. Yeah, the stores love it. So yeah. yeah. So you acquire taste and mingle imports is the people's champion. <laughs> the people's champion. I mean, we love our customers. Absolutely. Like the reviews. I, I, that's just, it warms my heart. No it doubt. really does. So that's the part that I, that I most just getting out there, being in front of the, even if it's expos, you mm -hmm. know, where it's more like the retailers. Mm -hmm. I, I love that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fire. So listen, I appreciate you for coming on my podcast today. Um, this was an absolute wonderful conversation. You know, I have an extreme amount of love for you and your husband, for Mingo Imports, for Acquired Taste, for the Cognac. Um, for those of you who don't know, I did my 45th birthday party, and it was exclusive to Acquired Taste. Um, we are extremely big on taking care of those um, who look like you and I, um, as well as it's the town, man. It's Buffalo, so it almost don't even matter. If you look like me, you you from the town, you black and brown, pull me, hit me up. <laughs> it's a, hit me up, get on the podcast. How can I help? So um, I want to give a round of applause to this queen, who her and her husband are doing some amazing work with Mingo Imports. Thank you, Thank you for your time today. And next time we're going to get cash on here. We're going to get both y'all yeah. on here. And then we're going to let him do his thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm going to tell him you fired the Gemini shot, though. But that's okay. I respect <laughs> and appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you, you Queen. Me. Absolutely. So we had Steph on today for an amazing conversation. I want to know a family, a couple, a business owner, a person, or whatever, in almost every line, every industry possible that look like you and I, so therefore I can promote them. I don't know any other spirit, 
an importer that looks like me at all except for Steph and Cash. So for me, this absolutely warms my heart to be able to bring her on to the Expediting Change podcast because this is a brand new topic. I feel that I know just a little bit about a lot of topics that makes me dangerous. But if I walk into the room and start talking about importing and acquired taste and alcohol, I'm out of my league. So this is absolutely beautiful for me to be able to bring this to you so that now you can take a look at it. And as I said at the top of this, we talked about individuals being able to see something. Now you can make it happen as well. So you just watch my podcast and you listen to this queen drop nuggets about making sure that you know coming into this that you are succinct with communication and your vision regardless of what business that you're going into. But if you're interested in importing, you're interested in doing your own vodka, gin, or cognac, now you know watching this podcast you have a resource that you can hit up. This has been Expediting Change. I appreciate you following me. Make sure you on all of my social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. It's all Expediting Change. We'll see you at the next episode. As I open my mind and try to reach yours, ask myself, why is it you really want to preach, boy? I want to teach more.